0: The audio you're about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. Peace, truth, tribe. I am author, counselor, and coach, Zara Harrison, hoping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. So yesterday I did a video titled, um, gosh, what was the title? I should have wrote it up. So angry. And I was basically talking about a term that is usually referred to as reactive abuse. But I said, I like to call it reactive behavior. Now, if you watch that video, of course, you know, it could, the abuse part could come out. I said in the end that, you know, if someone constantly provokes someone and then they then do something uh, in retaliation or in response that is abusive, then you got two people abusing each other, which is like such a toxic, toxic relationship. But i was trying to show more of um you know everyone that is provoked doesn't become abusive but it can happen but i wanted to highlight the fact that you know you can be provoked to start behaving out of character because of the type of relationship that you're in that's kind of like what i wanted to share so about that video yesterday if you didn't see it go back and watch it um i wanted to i went back and went, and i watched it i try to watch the videos after i you know play them Peace, Nyoka. Um, and I realized that something I said in the video could have been slightly misleading when I was telling the story about my college days or whatever. And one of the things I said in the, in the live yesterday was, um, I can't remember like exactly what I said, but I said something like, you know, how my past was, it would have been a fight. I was, I was not a fighter growing up. I didn't, um, well, you know, if you talk to my brother, my younger brother, he will probably tell you. Yes, yeah, she were because he says that, and I don't remember this, but you know, this was his experience. He says that I used to like beat him up all the time, and I'm like, I don't remember that. I love my brother so much, my my uh, the brother that we have the same mother and father together. Um, shout out to my brother, but like I love my brother so much, so I'm like, yeah, he used to get on my nerves, and you know, I I'm pretty sure being older, I probably did stuff to him. But I don't remember like beating him up, but he's like, yeah, man, you used to beat me up. You push me on the steps and all this stuff. And I'm like, I did. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't remember treating you like that. But you know, when you grow up and you dealing with your own certain things, you, you start behaving certain ways that you don't even remember. But outside of that, I wasn't a fighter. I was rather pretty quiet and stuff like that for the most part. Um, But I wasn't like a fighter. I wasn't out there fighting. So when I was telling that story, I wasn't saying that I would literally fight this girl that was there, you know, that was waiting for the guy or whatever. What I was saying was that it would have been a fight in the sense of us arguing or her, depending on how she was, because she looked like a different type of female than I was um, coming to me and then starting off kind of saying stuff and then you say stuff and then boom, you don't know what it could turn into. And then also the fact that the friend that I was with was a fighter. So even if I didn't necessarily fight, if the girl happened to come over to me, my friend would have took the opportunity. You know what I mean? And so that's why we have to be really careful when we're dealing with certain types of relationships, when it, when it invites certain demonic oppression demonic presence demonic attitudes behaviors into our life just because of who we're deciding to be around and, and ourselves up into you know what i mean like thankfully at that time that girl you know when he called her she she walked she went away but what if she didn't you know this could have been a whole nother story that i'm telling because I'm involved in a toxic situation with a person that keep, that you know provokes me to react constantly and I as my responsibility am not at that time I didn't cut it off after that I did um, but say that she walked over say that she had a razor under her tongue or something like that you know around that time a lot of people, for whatever reason that I was hanging around, they would have razor carry razors under their tongue, like in case it was a fight. I never did that. Cause I'm like, I was too scared that I would cut under my tongue. Um, I wasn't a fighter. If I had to defend myself, then of course, but that's not something like I, I'm the, I was the one that would be like, I'm, I'm out. Like I'm not about to fight nobody out here over no dude that don't even want to prioritize me. So when I was saying that, I wasn't saying like that. I was going to fight. (coughs) Excuse me. I was going to, like, fight somebody intentionally or something like that. That's not what I was saying. But I wanted to clarify that, even though it was the past. I just wanted to clarify that um, in the story because I was like, yeah, that wasn't, that could have been misleading. And people might have thought that I was saying I might get up here and start fighting with me and my friend or whatever. But anyway, um, I'm going to read your message in one minute, Nayoka. So I just wanted to clarify that. And In clarifying that, I just wanted you all to also just think about that video yesterday and how, what are the consequences of being in a relationship with a person that causes you to reactively behave constantly and usually out of character? What are the consequences of that? Like, where can that end up landing you? Like I said, if that girl would have come over, you no know, telling what kind. Say she was some somebody that that did have like a some strongholds on her, and she was looking for somebody to take it out on. You know, what 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 would that night possibly have turned into? Think about other people's stories, and how they're like, man, I just got up that day and never thought my day would end that way, or I got up that day and never thought that such and such wouldn't make it to the end of the day and passed away because somebody got into a fight or somebody shot somebody or whatever. You know, growing up, I heard stories like that so many times of just people just getting killed over random stuff, not knowing how to manage their emotions, feeling like they're being provoked, and then violence results out of that. Like, it's so damaging to keep ourselves in situations where we may have to feel like we have to defend or react ourselves and that defense or that reaction blows up and turns into something we never intended or imagined why even be around people that's going to do that to us now i get a lot of comments and emails of people being like um well what are you saying zara like do you just cut the relationship off and i i i say all the time that may be necessary but i cannot make that decision for you i would never Make a decision for somebody like that and be like, yeah, so this is you need to do this A, B, C, D. I can offer information about what happens either way you go. I can offer some resources. I can give you some alternatives. I can help you learn how to set boundaries. I do that with the podcast, with my help me page. There's a number of ways that I try to offer information, but that's your decision. Like that's something that you have to decide. That's something you have to Gird yourself up with information, know what the word says about it, and then seek the most high about what you should do. Sometimes people also um, ask me, well, does this apply to marriage too? Does this apply to married people too? Because are you saying that you're pro-divorce? I'm not pro-divorce. I'm pro-marriage. That's why I talk about the things that I talk about so that people can have a healthy marriage. No one in a marriage should be suffering and the other person is like abusing them emotionally or spiritually or whatever. That's not y'all's best. So it's like there are some things that you can do to confront, to set new boundaries so that the relationship doesn't have to stay that way. I mean, we look at the most high and it's like, I mean, some people say, no, he didn't divorce his people. But for the most part, you know, the most High's people, he's like, I don't want to do with y'all like y'all out here reckless y'all doing whatever, whatever, whatever. So if the most high would do that, come on, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, but his love for his people has what brought them to repentance it's like so many people whose hearts are repenting now times are turning up and a lot of people are falling away but there are also a lot of people that are drawing closer people that were in a sense divorced from the most high doing something else worshiping other you know elohim and all that stuff like that and, and now it's like there's a pulling and there's a repentance and there's a humility. And sometimes that's what needs to happen in marriage and relationships with family and in any interpersonal relationships. Sometimes you have to initiate certain boundaries and hope and pray and seek that Yah will cause that thing or use that thing, that boundary or that that temporary separation or whatever it may be to bring that person to repentance. True love doesn't want somebody to stay in their sin and sin against you. There's so many scriptures that talks about how the Most High hates evil, how he doesn't like the oppressed remaining oppressed. Uh, uh, the oppressed remaining oppressed in your in your relationship. You know, we don't the beauty of relationship. If you really study what like love really is and relationship really is, and sometimes people only go to the marriage scriptures to look for how love should go. But look at what Yah says about interpersonal relationships as well, because it will also, that applies to you two people in your marriage, too. So it's like I, I, I struggle sometimes with the fact that people think that it's not important for a relationship to thrive and be watered and be blessed and have the fruits of the Ruach, kindness, compassion, love, you know, it's like sometimes some people only focus on the sacrifice part. I'm sacrificing, I'm sacrificing. They only focus on the long suffering part. Long suffering, long suffering. But that's just a component of relationship and love. Yes, there are times we're gonna suffer in our relationships, Yes, there are times where we're going to have to make sacrifices. Yes, it's not always going to be everything we want it to be. However, that doesn't mean that it should always remain like that. We're called to confront. We're called to repent. We're called, you know, higher above our flesh. And, you know, whatever else our selfish nature might want. We're called to consider the other person, not just ourselves. Like... There's a number of, of interpersonal tips that scripture gives us. And so, look, I'm going to just say this. If you are content with suffering and you are happy at that place, this is probably not the channel for you. You know, I that, that's when I talk and I'm kind of trying to push you to see that you can expect, like the love, to, look. The love of the Most High is so, is so multifaceted because there's some times where the Most High really get on me. There's some time where I get disciplined. But more than that, his love, his attention to me, how he listens. Oh, my gosh. How he's, how he's present. When I'm with the Most High, I don't feel like and th- he has the whole world to be concerned about. But when I spend that time with the Most High, it's like it's just about me. I'm paid attention to, I'm cared for, I'm nurtured. It says that he's near the brokenhearted and those that are the they have their crushed in their spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like he's that too. Yes, he's a judge. Yes, he disciplines. Yes, he's a father. But that's not all he is His love is so sweet It's so It's just so sweet It's just so sweet And all I'm saying is We can have that in our relationships as well Our relationships shouldn't just only be judgment And discipline And rules And this and this and that That is a part of it But we have to balance it Where's the sweetness, the sweet love in the relationship? Where is that? Where is the the kind, gentleness? Where is the, I'm present. I'm right here like all you right now. What's up? It's just, I'm just paying attention to you. Now, hold on. Let me check my phone real quick. No, I'm listening to you. Hold on. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. Hold up. Hold up one minute again. Nah, the most high doesn't do that to us. And so... This channel encourages you to know that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. To know that there's a sweetness to love, too, that you can experience. For some, it takes more work than for others. But I'm hoping to inspire you to start the process. If, you know, some people feel like, oh, you just want me to cut everybody off. I'm not saying that. If that's what you feel, that might be something that you have, that you're dealing with. That's not something that I say. But what I say is, grace, and I bring up the scripture all the time, grace is not there for us to go on sinning, for us individually, nor is it for somebody to keep doing it against us, to just keep giving grace so people can keep sinning against you. It's there to bring people to repentance so that that's not happening You have to revisit the status of that relationship. People ask me, what about marriage? What about marriage? That's for marriage, too. Maybe you have to get with a counselor and learn some different ways to communicate and love each other better and respect each other better. A lot of people use the scripture about, you know, the man wants to be respected and the woman wants to be loved. And I agree with that. But the woman also wants to be respected, too. The man also wants to be loved, too. Men need love. They, They need respect. And that's a priority for them, but they also need love. A woman, a priority for her, she want to feel love, but she also wants to be respected. They don't just cancel each other out and you only get respect and I only get love. We both need that. It's just amplified for the different, you know, sexes, I'll say, because men need something more and different than a woman does as a priority. That doesn't mean they don't need it, (laughs) like, I'm a woman, right? Scripture talks about how how to love a woman. I want love, but I also want to be respected as well. I don't want to be disrespected. We see women being disrespected in in music videos and in, in songs and in movies. Just degraded. Degraded. That's not okay. That's not okay. So, you know, I know some people get really upset because the truth does that you know what I mean when we learn more about the truth and you already been doing something a certain way and something is calling you higher for some people that's upsetting for them and I get that and if it's just so upsetting to you that every time you watch my content it makes you feel like oh I just don't like what she's saying don't keep provoking yourself because I'm not provoking you I'm just doing what I believe I'm led to do but you're provoking yourself if you keep tap in my video on watching me and you don't like what I talk about. You don't have to watch it. Don't keep doing that to yourself. I don't want you to keep doing that to yourself. My channel is for people that want to experience emotional wellness, that want to change their mindset, which is connected to your heart and how you behave and have healthier relationships, have fruitful relationships actually experience life and relate first of all the relationship with the most high and the relationship with themselves first to to have experienced that care primarily first and then with others and to know that it's possible to not have to have lying and deceit and fighting physically or verbally emotional abuse spiritual abuse you know just disrespect it's possible to actually like people actually out here having relationships that's not like that a lot of people from our culture you know I know that's not we don't see that a lot I talked to so many people and they're like growing up I ain't see that like the only healthy marriage I saw was on the Cosby show so that's not like common for us but it's actually out there you know what I'm saying so I just wanted to clarify that real quick um Nyoka says we talked it out last night she and I apologized to each other can't wait to fill you all in journal this is my prayer y'all is pouring in me regarding Saturday's incident that I shared in the dearly beloved session y'all is love wait hold up Nyoka are you talking about the person we talked to oh you're talking about work you're talking about work okay I thought you were talking about what we talked about in another session I was about to be like what that's dope. That's dope. Peace, Acacia. So that's all I wanted to say, y'all. Just a little quick, short video. And um, just sending y'all at work. I figured that. I thought you were talking about the, another situation that we talked about. Um, but that's all, the, uh, all that I wanted to share, y'all. Um, make sure that you're on my email list because I wanted to try to do uh, my Bible study guide in a private group session with a few people. Um, I don't know when though, but I want to do that. And once I've figured that out and decided, I'm going to send an email about that. Um, because Nyoka actually, when she was in Dearly Beloved support group session last Sunday, uh, we were looking at a scripture and the scripture that we were looking at was, um, there is a friend that stays closer than a brother. And one of the things that she brought up when, when she shared about the scripture we were talking about was, um, she was like, is, she said, now this is, is. She's like, that means we already have it. We already have it. And that was such a blessing. And so I think it's dope, um, you know, how other people have certain perspectives, can see things from different angles. Even when I did a Bible study with my daughters, what, last weekend, and my 14-year-old had brought something out that was just so amazing. I was like, wow, Harlem, I didn't even see that. That was, man, that was a blessing. So <coughs> um, I know some of you want not are very like-minded so I was like that might be dope to do um my bible study guide in a live private session not that's online but a private session so make sure you're on my email list um if you go to ZaraHarrison.com, a pop-up should come up for you to enter your email make sure you're in there if that's something you might be interested in being a part of um and shout out to Nayoka for um what she brought to to the group uh last time with that uh that revelation that we already have the most high. Like he there is a friend that we already have. People that feel lonely, feel like they don't have nobody, feel like there's there's nobody to talk to. You already have the most high if you're his. You already have that friend that you're looking for. So um that was dope. All right, y'all. I'm Zara Harrison, author, counselor, and coach. Hoping you remember that love doesn't lie, or expect you to live one. Peace. Thanks for enjoying this podcast episode. Keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets. Subscribe and join my email list at ZaraHarrison.com for more resources. Y'all bless.